You're listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast, where we give you recovery nuggets to chew on and think about on your journey in recovery and on the path, featuring your host, David Clemen. What's up, all you recovery nuggets out there? It's David. It is August 8th, 2022, 8822. I think there's a portal opening up that's good for manifesting right now. That's what I heard today at the pool from my girlfriend. So she probably saw it on the internet. So it's probably true. I mean, that's just how the algorithm works. Go with it. Believe it. Manifest. Live your life. And uh, now I'm just kidding. Just wanted to hop on here and touch base, see how everybody's doing. I am doing well. I got through the 50th birthday party. I got through all the roasting and uh, my dad was in town. And so we got to spend some time with him, my mom and family and had some friends come to the birthday party. We had about 20 of us. And the big gag was that when I got there, there was a walker waiting on me and a bunch of over-the-hill balloons, which was hilarious. They gave me a box. My mom gave me a box full of, like, Aleve, Roll-On Pain, Salon Paws patches, which I already used the Salon Paws patch, so that's kind of funny. And the big gag gift was a box of Depend, um, Depends undergarments. So, funny stuff. Funny stuff, but I got through it, and I am grateful to be on this side of 50. I'm glad to have made it. And this episode, I was thinking about topics for a mini nugget, and we are going on vacation to the mountains this week. And I remember early in my recovery that it was put to me, just because you go on vacation doesn't mean your addiction does. So... That's always stuck with me that even if I go on vacation, I have to take my recovery with me. And, you know, when I first took a trip or two when I was early in recovery, I what worked for me was that I had a plan to take care of my recovery when I was out of town. And that plan was to stay in touch with my sponsor, to have my meetings set where I wanted to go, look them up online, take a printout of the sheet just to make sure, and then look at the map and see where everything was and see what times the meetings were available. And I would let my network know that I was going on vacation. So all of that stuff contributed to me continuing to stay clean and in recovery, even when I was out of town and out of my routine. Because there is a routine to recovery. You know, there is a certain rhythm to using and drinking, and there's a certain rhythm to recovery. So it's my responsibility to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to stay in the process and stay on the path. And, um, you know, I still do that kind of stuff. Even when I go out of town, I let my, you know, I talk to my mom, let her know where I'm going. I talked to my sponsor, talked to some really good friends in my network. And, you know, vacation is a gift of recovery. You know, when I was using and I I just didn't have the money to do this kind of stuff. I just didn't. It didn't cross my mind. 
it was a big deal to go out of town or treat myself to something more than just a little like weekend trip. And so that's what I'd like to share today is that going on vacation is a gift of recovery. And there are some things that I need to do to maintain my recovery, sobriety, uh, clean time, all that when I'm out on the road. And so just have a plan, let people know where you're going, what's going on and keep the lines of communication open. That way, if something does pop off or it gets uncomfortable or, or, I mean, even if there's a chance of you wanting to use or have a craving, if I'm willing to go ahead and tell someone, it doesn't become this big secret because secrets can really keep us, um, how can I say it? It's not that keep us sick, but that is a saying you will hear in 12-step um, circles. But secrets can fester and manifest and turn into something much bigger than if I had just said, you know, I, I was at a restaurant and I saw this beverage and I thought about drinking. Um, once I communicate that I, the thought crossed my mind, it's like I get it off of me. And so once I share it, get it off of me, then it's not, it doesn't have the power as the secret does. So that's kind of what I was thinking for this, this mini nugget. Also, I wanted to share that I've decided, you know, even though I'm taking a break, um, I want to check in every week and I am in the, in the background, I'm lining up guests for the fall. And so it may be a few weeks before I have another guest episode on, but just stick with me and, you know, keep doing what you're doing. This podcast helps me in my recovery and I keep getting messages from others that it's helping them. And I just checked the analytics the other day and there's a couple new countries listening and they are Denmark, Iceland. So shout out Denmark, Iceland, and let's see, the Netherlands. So those are three new countries. Uh, shout out Netherlands. And I hear that I have a new listener here in the local area. And I will just say that Denise is new in her sobriety. And I believe she's coming up on nine months. So shout out Denise. Keep listening. I'm, I'm glad you are on the path and have found uh, your help and friendships and relationships in 12-step. And that makes me and so many others happy that to hear about someone that was struggling and then finding the path. So shout out Denise. Um, happy for you. And let's see what else is going on. So my dad was in town and, you know, it was cool to spend time with him and, you know, he got to see what my life is like now as a 50 year old man. And I think that <clears throat> he has seen what, let me see if I can put this into words. I think everything that he hoped I would be is now a reality. You know, I think some of the high hopes that parents have for their children 
may seem a little daunting for the children and maybe too much pressure, but I feel like parents always see the best version of you, even though you can't see it and they hope for the best for you. And even if they can't always communicate that or help you in there the best way, I feel like I got to see some of that by some of the kind words that he was sharing with me this week. And that's not always easy, easy for him, but he has, um, he has come a long way as well, as far as that goes. So that was really neat to, to have him share that he's proud of me and my accomplishments. And that's all attributed to being in recovery. If I was not in recovery, none of this stuff that I do in my life would be possible. And I'm grateful for that. And so it just makes me realize like what a gift recovery is. And recovery can be fun. Recovery can be fun. I mean, it's all about, it's like this great big experiment. You know, and when I was younger, I was experimenting with drugs and I was experimenting with alcohol and it was fun for a while. I will never say that it wasn't fun or I wouldn't have kept doing it. And the problem was I was chasing that high and that fun all the time. And when it, it came to be just a normal person as far as like going to work and continuing to work on my dreams, it got out of whack. And so not everyone does that, but for me, and I can really, I really only try to share my experience here on this podcast. I share what worked for me, what didn't work for me, things that I've struggled with. And I'm also learning that, you know, I can still get better at letting people to get to know me, you know, um, I feel like I've always been maybe a little hard to get to know unless it's like, unless you're in the circle of trust in the trust tree, but, uh, that's just kind of how I am, you know? And, um, I feel like I, I'm doing better with it, but meetings and recovery has, has helped me communicate where I'm at honestly. And there have been times in my recovery where I wasn't very honest and I, I didn't communicate where I was at because I was in so much pain and I was doing things that weren't drugs or alcohol to cope with the pain. And not all of them were healthy. You know, they just weren't. And today I feel like I have a lot better healthy coping skills and ways to regulate my nervous system and stay on the path. And so that's another gift of recovery is, is the awareness of what's working and what doesn't work and how I feel and communicating how I feel and also being empathetic towards others and, and being aware of someone else is having a bad day or they're a little off and asking, are you okay? Versus what's wrong with you? You know, that's a little bit different way to approach this, that awareness of, of, of feeling someone else is going through something, but not putting them on the spot. It's kind of more of an open invitation to share where they're at. And um, 
all the stuff is practice. It's all the great experiment. Recovery is the great experiment. There's so many different ways to stop drinking, stop using, stop uh, overeating, stop compulsive sex, stop gambling, and stay stopped. You know, and and for those of you that are new and are are listening, and maybe maybe you're brand new, or maybe you are brand new and are just coming off a relapse. <clears throat> a relapse really can just be part of your story if you decide to do something different this time or ask for help in a different way and allow the help. That's what I found is like allowing the help is just as hard as asking for the help. Like it's almost easy to say, I need help. I need help. I need help. And then when help is presented saying, well, that's, that's not really the help that I want. I don't, I don't need to do that one. You know, we can't cherry pick the help. And there's, I've heard it said before, you can't tell help how to help you. And I take that to mean like if I'm asking for help and someone has experience with something that I don't know how to do yet, I've had to humble myself and, and really be open-minded to these suggestions over the years. And I've never taken all the suggestions and done all of them perfectly, but I have made a concerted effort to really give it the old recovery college try, if you will, and go there and try this stuff and experiment. And, and I don't mean experiment, like get high one day, try recovering the next day, get high. Like the, make no mistake. I had to put the drugs and alcohol down. That was my problem. Once I put that down, then I had to learn how to deal with me, my thoughts, my emotions, my actions, my reactions, my, uh, paranoia, perception. You know, a lot of times my perception of a situation is entangled with paranoia and confusion, especially early in recovery, you know, and, and taking things personal and they're out to get me, all that stuff. And that is just not the case anymore. I'm able to pause, listen, think about the situation without necessarily acting right away. Uh, This is all, these are all gifts of, of recovery. So as I go to work this week and think about the mountains and we're having a big family trip, there's going to be about 14 of us. We rented a huge Airbnb. There's a stream beside it. My girlfriend's daughter and her fiance are getting married on the Sunday And I get to show up. I get to keep showing up just like so many people have shown up for me in my life and in my recovery. Like my, both my parents were there at the the birthday party this weekend. Some really good friends, my, my old sponsor, Tom, who I talk to every Sunday morning. And then uh, my good friend, Becca and her husband, Chris, and Chris is not in recovery, but he might as well be. I mean, he's around all of us and he, Throughout time, he, I don't ever think he really even had a problem drinking. He used to drink a beer here and there. But out of respect for his wife, he doesn't drink anymore. And they have a great relationship. And there was just jokes 
jokes abound at, at my expense and I was able to, uh, you know, take it and enjoy that I'm getting roasted at my birthday party. And, uh, it's funny because when I was younger, I always wanted to have like a big party, big birthday party, be the center of attention. And, um, as I've gotten older, you know, it's just not, it's just not all about me anymore. I mean, I appreciated it. There was a lot of work put into it from my, my mom and my aunt Scarlett, uh, the family, my dad came up from Florida, you know, and I was, I was a little bummed because it didn't work out to go up to one of my other really good friends. They had a surprise birthday party for him in New York the same day. And, uh, it just didn't work out that I could go, I can't be in both places, you know, and he totally understood. And, uh, some of our friends were up there for him and I was happy for that. And, um, you know, Daniel and I got to see each other in May and spend time in the mountains with him and his wife and Janet and I, and, um, I feel very lucky to have the network and foundation of people who essentially surround me in my life. And what I mean by that is like, you know, in the end of my using, I really had kind of fortressed myself to be alone. And recovery has pulled me out of that darkness, pulled me out of that isolation. Recovery has, has given me relationships back with my family. It's given me relationships back with my friends. It's given me relationships with new people and lifelong friends in recovery. You know, Tom and Becca, I've known Tom, I've known the whole time I've been clean and Becca came in not too long after me. And, um, she's become a really good friend and Chris, her husband, you know, we play game nights. I mean, good, clean fun that we do. Uh, we probably like to do it more than we actually are able to do it, but, uh, they love going to play laser tag and doing fun adventures in the fall. We're probably going to go to this, uh, hot air balloon festival and, and, and really enjoy life and, and have good friends, you know? So all, all these people are in my life because of recovery, but I didn't start there. It, it really started going to that first meeting and asking for help. And as I always share, I, I definitely am a 12 step, um, attendee. I am forever grateful to go into 12 steps because it helped me process so much stuff and give me some new tools to stay clean, learn how to stay clean and recover. Uh, sobriety is great, but once we stop using the substances, then there's the inner work, which is the, that's the hard work. That's the, I mean, it's hard to stop. Don't get me wrong. But when you start working on your, you know, um, character opportunities, I heard instead of character defects, when we start working on this stuff and then we learn to come from a place of service and giving and get out of ourselves more than we worry about ourselves, uh, our life slowly and methodically starts to change. And doing the step work there, I heard it, uh, I think it's actually in the literature, says, um, you will change 
it's inevitable that you will change by doing the steps. Like there's no way you won't change if you do the inner work. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. And I'm grateful for that because in the end, I was so lost, hopeless. I uh, didn't have a, didn't, there was no plan. The, the plan was no plan. No, no way of living. And the steps and recovery have e helped me ease the pain of living by doing the work. So that is kind of what up my, ah, my mouth stopped working there for a second. But I'm going to leave it in because it's kind of funny. That's kind of what's been on my mind these past couple of days about, you know, if you go on vacation, have a plan. Get it together before you go. And I'm grateful for recovery because of the relationships that are woven into my life and they make me a better person and they hold me accountable. And um, if you are new, if you're coming off a relapse, if you're just finding out about the podcast, welcome. I'm glad you're here. I hope that however you find the podcast or however you're recovering, I hope it's working for you. If it's not, keep searching, keep reaching out. There is help. Recovery is possible. And uh, that's really all it for. That's it for this week. And like I said, I'm not sure when new episodes with guests are going to be back. I'm shooting for the fall, which could be first or second week in October. But um, I'm going to continue to keep putting out content. And, you know, this, this podcast has really, it's given me a different purpose and I like that. I like that this is a labor of love and it's about sharing experience to help others. And so, you know, if you're listening in, in your car, if you're out there on the road, driving across country, Jeffrey Lee. Becca has my friend Becca that I talk about. She has now taken her recovery to where she's actually teaching prisoners how to be a vet tech. So when they get out, they have a chance to do something new and, and start over. And I mean, to me, that's very brave. Uh, she's teaching this in a men's prison. And so to go in there in front of prisoners, but they want to learn and take this possibly this new skill in there. I mean, that's, that's another gift of recovery. I mean, it takes a lot of courage and big heartedness to do that kind of thing. And, you know, being in recovery, you get to see so many miracles. I mean, you get to see people that have totally turned their life around and then dedicate their life to helping others from coming from the most selfish, self-centered ways of living to completely turning life around 180 degree, degrees and sharing with others. I mean, to me, that is just fantastic. So I hope you got something out of today's mini nugget. Keep listening. Keep reaching out. Let me know what you think. If you've got an idea for the show, or someone that maybe I haven't heard of, shoot me a note, 
recoverynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. You can DM me on my Instagram at recoverynuggetspodcast on Instagram. Twitter, same handles. All the socials are Recovery Nuggets Podcast. And uh, I hope you are well, and I want to thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Much love. Thanks again for listening to Recovery Nuggets Podcast. I want to thank our guests this week. And uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can reach out on Instagram at Recovery Nuggets Podcast. And the email is recoverynuggetspodcast at gmail.com. Also, like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple. And be great if you leave a five-star review. That really helps out the podcast. And I really want to thank you for showing up for your recovery today. Disclaimer, Recovery Nuggets podcast and guests are not representatives of any 12-step program. I am not a doctor, counselor, or therapist. I share my experiences, strength, and hope. Guests of the show share their personal experiences and opinions. Take what you like and leave the rest. Each person's journey in recovery is unique. Thank you for listening to Recovery Nuggets podcast. 